is about to get much lonelier. Her companions on the last functioning moon base are shutting down and going back home. Or are they? Listen to Roger's memos back to Earth on Moonbase Theta, out, right here on Radio Drama Revival. Hello, and welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the podcast that showcases the diversity and vitality of modern audio fiction. I'm your host, Elena Fernandez-Collins. Today, experience the first episodes of a fiction podcast in our showcase. Next week... Return to join us for our creator interview with DJ Silvis. It is easy to forget how much we can encode in our short messages, in our memorandums and our goodnight texts. Roger, the communications officer on the last moon base preparing its 20-week shutdown sequence, once a week sends back a few minutes of updates and information to their corporate overlords with scant seconds of personal messages to his husband, Alexander. Moonbase Theta outs microfiction is an exercise for your emotional range. How you can vacillate between fear, annoyance, yearning, amusement, isolation, and disappointment in less than five minutes. These feelings bleed together, overlap, and eat their own tails, creating a rapturous, debilitating cycle. The world in Rogers 2098 is suffering though the secrets of what 2098 looks like drip in small increments, a slow jigsaw puzzle for the audience of what awaits Roger and his skeleton crew back on Earth. Whatever it is, it seems to pale in comparison to how much Roger simply wants to be at home with his husband and their cats, blocking out the world and engaging in living on home ground. Are you ready? Shutdown sequence. Commence. This is Consortium Channel 5, Moonbase Reports and Broadcasts. The Combined Corporate Moonbase Project, a sign of our ongoing success. Broadcasting, this is Roger Bergato Fisher, Communications, Moonbase Theta. The date is August 4th, 2098. The time is 1015. We are now at 20 weeks before base shutdown. According to guidelines, the majority of our crew has gone into stasis to conserve resources. Still awake from our 42-person complement are myself, Nessa Chong, Agriculture, Shwini Ray, Astrophysics, Michelle Langlois, Security, and Wilder, Base Maintenance. This is as per your list, other than the replacement with Nessa. Our other farmer, Harold McVett, was a medical induction due to respiratory distress. A full report will be transmitted after this broadcast. Tasks for the shutdown sequence are outlined in the memo approved by senior management. These will be assigned as they best suit each team member and include the ramping down of all mining operations, programming the radio telescopes for remote operation, closing down all active experiments, and saving off data. Experiments requiring special attention include Bristol, where the hedgehogs will need to transition to Earth's standard atmosphere, Pixie, where the hallucinogenic agents must be neutralized without aspiration, and decisions must be made regarding the mutated tardigrades from Project Grobear. All team members will assist in the sterilizing and space-proofing of laboratory areas as they are closed off. All active crew will also take shifts monitoring the stasis pods, as we have already noted some variations in the reports. We'd like to request the full shutdown logs from bases Alpha through Eta to see if they experienced any of the same. None of us are experts in this area. The additional data would be helpful. 
Naturally, we're all looking forward to waking up safe and sound back on Earth. We appreciate you making this a priority. We would have accessed the information directly, but our link to the bases on the near side remains broken. I'd like to take an inspection tour of the microwave transmission towers. Please see my requests of June 28th, July 12th, and August 1st. Michelle will not release the rover vehicle for my use without your signed approval, despite my numerous, numerous requests. Of course, this means we have lost video links as well, and with them our view of Earth and how things are going down there. We're starting to forget your face. Base operations remain within acceptable levels. Helium-3 stores are at 85%. Water is at 63%. These will continue to increase with mining at current levels. We've switched power to the polar stations as we're currently in dark phase. Food stores are sufficient, particularly now that there are only five of us to fight over the drumsticks, and three are vegan. I'll attach the numbers for that survey the entertainment wings sent up. We had every crew member run through at pre-stasis. The foie gras track had the most heat as far as olfactory goes, but in the traditional media, the sense around from Hanuman's children was more of a hit. Everyone's excited to live that on release day. Regarding your comment on my last transmission, if you review my employment contract, I am allocated 15 seconds of each broadcast for personal messages. My personal message is as follows. To my husband, Alessandra, I love you. Give Castor and Pollux a treat for me. I'll be coming home soon. Moonbase Theta, out. Thank you for listening to Moonbase Theta Out. Lehman Kessler is Roger Borgato Fisher. The episode was written, edited, and produced by DJ Silvis. Theme music is Star by the band Ramp. Check them out at ramp-music.net. Additional credits are in the show notes, and additional show information is on monkeymanproductions.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We use Twitter a lot. And if you want to be one of the super moon heroes who help us make the show possible, support us at patreon.com slash monkeymanproductions. We give our backers a lot of extras and behind-the-scenes info, even special minisodes. And you always have our grateful thanks for listening, sharing the show with friends, joining our Discord to chat with us, all the ways you become a part of our Mooniverse community. Take care, and we'll be back soon. Consortium Channel 5 ends our broadcast day with a final message. Honor all curfews, listen to security, and keep watching the moon. You start with your own breathing. Match the rhythm of the breeze that carves the canopy, the birds and bugs chirping in set intervals. Feel the subtle pulse rising up from the ground beneath you. To wander is to dance with the forest. But the forest isn't just the partner. She's the music, the style. She's the rhythm. She's the set of ancient steps and movements that have been passed down from one dancer to another. She teaches you to dance the dance she invented to the music she's singing in a tonal system she thought up one night as it pleased her. You breathe, and you listen, and you wait for your place. Your first step, the call to... Water.
Wanderer is a new fairy folktale podcast from T.H. Ponders, a member of the Fable and Folly Network. Listen to the show by searching for The Wanderer in Apple Podcasts or by visiting www.callofthewander.com. Broadcasting, this is Roger Bergato Fisher, Communications, Moonbase Theta. We are now at 20 weeks before base shutdown. According to guidelines, the majority of our crew has gone into stasis to conserve resources. Still awake from our 42-person complement are myself, Nessa Chong, Agriculture. I want to make it right with you if I can. I want to heal the hurt. Shwini Ray, Astrophysics. Oh, Mr. Bragado Fisher. I was amused by the screw you two. Michelle Langlois, Security. I wish I could have seen his stupid face when he heard that. Review camera footage from 7-9 for this date. And Wilder, base maintenance. I'm doing my best here, loves, but I'm definitely still under repair. <laughs> if you review my employment contract, I am allocated 15 seconds of each broadcast for personal messages. My messages aren't getting through. If they were getting through, I would have heard back by now. My husband, Alessandra, I love you. If Roger had to tie a note to a rock and drop it down the gravity well. Give Castor and Pollux a treat for me. I'll be coming home soon. Roger, gods, I hope this reaches you. I'm gonna... I hope you're okay up there. Broadcasting, this is Roger Bergato Fisher, Communications, Moonbase Theta. The date is August 11th, 2098. The time is 2243. A shutdown is at 19 weeks and counting. All tasks are moving forward on schedule, though with minor variations. There's been some dispute among the extant crew members over who holds responsibility for quality assurance and final task approval. Our management team, of course, went into stasis on your instructions, which left a certain vacuum. <laughs> Perhaps in space, you believe that was unavoidable, but it is becoming an issue, particularly in the monitoring of the telescopic arrays. Clarification is requested. With the reduction in active personnel, we've all been taking shifts in the observatory. Dr. Ray Ashwini is immersed in data analysis, particularly as deadlines loom in our schedule. They've been taken to sleeping in the chamber. We assist by monitoring the flow in real time, both from the radio antenna array and the multi-wavelength optical telescopes. Optical monitoring is, of course, only useful when observing closer and more erratic cosmic phenomena. We log variations for review, and if they are marked for follow-up, we alter our focus in that direction. In theory, these decisions come from Ashwini as well, but a lot of it has been passed on to bots they've written into the network. Direct feedback or sign-off on our labor is non-existent. It has been intriguing, being brought up to speed on the radio array, learning to read the data, to be sitting hundreds of meters underground, the array spanning the breadth of the Daedalus crater above us. All of space filtered down in streams of numbers and correlations and profiles that spiral like the galaxies they reflect. Quasars, nebulae, the unbelievable mass of a black hole, invisible but radiant gas clouds, wavelengths too massive to measure through mirrors and glass. It's a magnificence unimaginable to the naked eye. Uh, of course, it's my responsibility as communications to capture it all, both for reports and to use in crafting outgoing messages, but there have been issues. Michelle keeps inserting themselves into the process as if we all report to them, as if security and the natural order of things trumps science or necessity or beauty. Certainly, if we find evidence of an incipient alien invasion or encroaching development by a rival corporate entity, they'll be the first we alert. 
but otherwise, you see the issue. If you could provide a memo, perhaps outline a reporting structure for these situations, I, I'm not suggesting that I be put in charge. I believe Dr. Ray is still capable, given proper motivation and reminders, to manage their area. Base operations remain within acceptable levels. Helium-3 stores are at 90% and are being converted and stored for transfer on the returning supply rocket. Water's at 60%, slight decrease due to an accident caused when the sewage tanks were vented directly to the surface. Please note the attached map and adjust your landing locations appropriately. Two final notes, both referring back to my previous transmission. First, we requested copies of the Nearside Base's shutdown logs for review. So far, our stasis pods have remained stable, but these would assist in reducing some significant safety concerns. Second, regarding my request for vehicle access to inspect and repair the microwave transmission towers, Michelle has informed me that this is now pending with security for approval. I'd ask you to reconsider and respond directly. Personal message follows from this point. Alessandra, oh, I'm missing you terribly today. Pets to Cass and Paul. Uh, have you been watching what they eat? Y you know how they get during squirrel season. You've been on my mind so often through the days, wishing I could share all this with you. Should we ever need to escape the strife on Earth, I've claimed a nebula in your name. The mathematics are absolutely lovely. Moonbase Theta, out. Radio Drama Revival has been showcasing fiction podcasts and elevating the voices of their creators for 13 years. If you've enjoyed this show, if it's helped you or healed you, or done the unforgivable and increased your episode queue, there are a couple of ways to support our continued existence. First, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash radiodramarevival. We have a special Discord server for all our patrons, where we organize monthly meetups with listening parties, silly and informative PowerPoint presentations on podcasting, and more. Second, you can share a message with the rest of Radio Drama Revival's audience on our ticker tape slot. For a small fee, I'll read your messages, and they can be a birthday card, a quick podcast advert, a casting announcement, whatever you have that needs an audience like this one. You can learn more at radiodramarevival.com slash ticker tape. Roger, we're now receiving. Broadcasting, this is Roger Brigado Fisher, Communications, Moonbase Theta. The date is August 18th, 2098. Time is 9.22 and 36 seconds. They shut down 18 weeks. The supply rocket has not arrived. With our ongoing transmission issues, we are only alerted when the rocket reaches line of sight with data, or if a message is sent via satellite, of which there are none currently within range. Thus, we have no news as to whether this is a delay en route, if the rocket was ever launched, or if there was some more significant issue of which we have not been informed. The primary consideration with this delay is the Helium-3 stores. The tanks are currently on the surface, awaiting retrieval. However, the loading dock is within full sunlight. We shifted back today this week, and it is difficult to maintain temperature for superfluid storage. Moving the tanks back underground would cause significant delays when the rocket does eventually arrive, but may prove necessary. And of course, vehicle access to retrieve will require additional approval <clears throat> from base security. Most standard on- and offload items are lower priority, although since Nessa has taken over rationing and run an inventory, it is noted we are dangerously low on chocolate. Stasis pods, as per your recent instructions, will be maintained on base for the time being. 
I've provided a log of the warning light configurations we've noted. If you cannot release the other base logs, then, then please have your analysts compare and advise from that data. There are only three more rockets scheduled over which we can spread the offload of our personnel. In the meantime, we have begun to sterilize and decommission unused station areas. As mentioned in my previous broadcasts, there were a few issues that required additional sterilization, and we've only just moved on to the crew quarters. While everyone was requested to move personal items into storage, wipe all media files, and initiate their own cleaning protocols, this has not turned out to be the case. It's like being a resident assistant after dorm checkout. Dirty clothing stuffed into cubby holes, used food trays, though these did allow us to secure most of the fruit flies, which had disappeared from the genetics lab. A variety of contraceptive devices, several religious icons, several football banners, which were of course banned from open display during the last World Cup. Three pizza pops, which Nissa has confirmed were never part of official stores. And one hedgehog, who had been written off as deceased in the labs, apparently being kept as a pet. Finally, some of the hydroponics equipment from our farm made its way back to the personal quarters of Harold McVet, Agriculture. I only mention this because the particular crop they were cultivating may have had to do with their respiratory issues. <clears throat> As required by the Entertainment Wing, we have been checking all media files for rights management. There were several bootleg copies of Shania Commandos being passed around, as well as multi-tracks by Depression Z and a few questionable Cortex apps. All details were logged and provided to Michelle for reporting. It appears that the satellite has moved into range while I compose this message with no updates regarding the status of our supply rocket. Please reply as soon as you receive this broadcast. Alessandra, I'm sorry, I have to get this sent out. All my love, please take care of yourself. I'm already looking forward to the day I'm back in our terrible, lumpy bed. Moonbase Theta, out. Broadcasting, Roger Bergado Fisher, Moonbase Theta. The date is August 25th, 2098, 8.45 in the morning. 17 weeks before base shutdown. Your reply to my previous message, rocket delay, border skirmishes affecting access to Alicantra launch pad, with no further explanation, has caused a rising level of dismay here. The rocket itself, of course, is needed. We have moved the helium-3 tanks back underground for the time being, though storage space is limited. But on an emotional level, several crew members have friends and contacts in areas affected by the ongoing Rio-Sao Paulo enclave disputes. You should know from my personnel file that I hold Rio citizenship and my husband resides there now. We await additional information, hopefully by the next satellite pass by. If the supply rocket has not yet launched, Wilder has requested some additional items for base repairs. Five meters of reinforced vacuum jumper hose, three XR-sized air filters for laboratory use. We're still clearing out the Pixie experiment. And I'm quoting, as much duct tape as you can spare. <laughs> I've done a few shifts lately assisting Wilder on their rounds. The duct tape is an absolute must-have. What they do with tape and twist ties to a fusion reactor is both impressive and horrifying at the same time. I don't know where he'd be without them. Actually, I do, and it would involve a lot less component molecules than any of us are comfortable with. I'd also ask that you place my positive endorsement in their file. I know security has ongoing concerns about the trustworthiness of enhanced persons, that prejudice needs to be eradicated. Particularly as our security representative has been less than circumspect of late. I know you'll have received a report on the incident, but as I was also in the quarters where they were discovered, I'd like to corroborate. I won't go into details, 
but it was definitely not their private space or their private time. But the activities exposed were very private indeed. While both are responsible for the incident, I feel that security has an extra duty to exercise discretion. I'm, I'm sorry, let me find my place. Uh, rocket delay, Rio, base repairs, Michelle, Nessa thing. Oh, in response to my report on discovered contraband, I was asked to provide details connecting names to the illicit items listed. At the time, we didn't log that information. It had not been requested, and at this date, I'm afraid my memory fails. Uh, base operations, all levels are staying within levels. AG3 is at um, uh, 32%. Uh, this is our storage, not the tanks, for retrieval. Water is back up to 70% and stable. Power supply is optimal, fully on local panels until we go dark later in the week. Food stores are still adequate, though the requests submitted previously remain outstanding until rocket arrival. Please provide further details at the highest priority, both on the rocket schedule and the current situation that is causing the delays. I will monitor for updates. <coughs> Personal message following to my husband. Please write back as soon as this is delivered. I don't know what's going on there, and oh, a few words are enough. Just tell me you're okay. I love you. Stay safe. Castor and Pollux, safe. All of you, safe. I love you. Moonbase Theta, out. Broadcasting, Roger Bergado Fisher speaking. Communications, Moonbase Theta. The date is September 1st, 2098. The time is 2043. 16 weeks, still counting down. The rocket has just departed. It took most of the day to move the tanks back to the surface and unload. They made their return window with only minutes to spare. A full manifest will be sent by separate broadcast for your reference. Due to the loading schedule, I I've only been able to sit now and listen to your message. The news that the Enclaves are cooperating once again has relieved some tension among the crew. Thank you for that. However, your assurances that all family members and corporate employees are safely accounted for without providing personal details or direct messages from the same uh, are not making us feel all that secure. Just a few words from our loved ones, as soon as possible. Any message from them at all would be... I'm sure you understand. We uh, appreciate your ongoing efforts in this area. Tasks for the shutdown sequence continue... Ashwini has upgraded the automation on the radio telescope arrays, which has allowed us to scale back on monitoring duties. However, this has not resulted in their emergence from the observatory, not even at mealtimes. Helium mining operations continue, while ice mining has moved to lower priority. The reduction of these duties has allowed for more constant supervision of the stasis pods. Wilder was able to find documentation that indicates the warning lights could be due to power fluctuations. Please confirm if you are able. I've also been assisting Nessa with the hydroponic farm system. While our needs for produce and cultured proteins have diminished, scaling back has to happen in delicate steps as the farm is tied into the air and water scrubbing mechanisms for the base. Also, there are aesthetic and emotional considerations. Everyone tends to linger there on break and recreation periods. It's a welcome change from the sterile functionality of the other living areas. Much of the welcoming atmosphere comes from NASA themselves, and that would be more difficult to reproduce. We've shared certain tasks since I took over responsibility for the genetic archives, but I've come to appreciate them even more while assisting on the farm. 
if our management issues continue, there could be a worse choice to fill in the gaps. Nessa is personable, listens closely, and offers valuable feedback, and they have a remarkable mastery of base rules and regulations. <laughs> when Michelle came in complaining about secure protocols, Nessa had the appropriate terms and conditions right on the tip of their tongue, barely a pause despite the uh, history between the two. It was impressive. Uh, shortly thereafter, I was informed by Michelle that there will be a coded security report to broadcast later today. Be aware that is forthcoming. Um, to my uh, Alessandra, sorry, this is the personal message portion of the broadcast. Uh, to Alessandra, whenever you receive my messages, please respond. Let me know where you are and how you're doing. It's been a tense few weeks. Working the farm, I've been reminded of our garden. The planting and harvesting, walking beside the rose while dusk shadows the sky and stars and satellites become visible. The scent of the flowers, the rustling of stalks and the breeze. Your hand in mine. <laughs> I've been uh, reading that book of poetry you sent me. I found the one you loved as a child. Slipping softly through the sky, little horned happy moon. Can you hear me up so high? Will you come down soon? On my nursery window sill, will you stay your steady flight and then float away with me through the summer night? Brushing over tops of trees, playing hide and seek with stars, peeping up through shiny clouds at Jupiter or Mars. I shall fill my lap with roses gathered in the Milky Way, all to carry home to mother. Oh, what will she say? Little rocking sailing moon, do you hear me shout, ahoy, just a little nearer, moon, to please a little boy? Moonbase Theta, out. Thank you for listening to Moonbase Theta, out. Lehman Kessler is Roger Burgado-Fisher. The episode was written, edited, and produced by DJ Silvis. Theme music is star by the band Ramp. Check them out at ramp-music.net. Additional credits are in the show notes, and additional show information is on monkeymanproductions.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We use Twitter a lot. And if you want to be one of the super moon heroes who help us make the show possible, support us at patreon.com slash monkeymanproductions. We give our backers a lot of extras and behind-the-scenes info, even special mini-sodes. And you always have our grateful thanks for listening, sharing the show with friends, joining our Discord to chat with us, all the ways you become a part of our Mooniverse community. Take care, and we'll be back soon. If you liked what you heard, you can support Moonbase Theta out and all of Monkey Man Productions' other podcasts at patreon.com slash monkeymanproductions. Remember, come back next week for our interview with creator DJ Silvis. Radio Drama Revival runs on stolen cheese and the crater we left behind on the moon. If you'd like to help keep us afloat in featuring new, diverse, unique fiction podcasts and their creators, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash radiodramarevival. And now we bring you our moment of... I can't... I can't really read my notes. Hmm. It, is someone there? We're listening. Thank
that means it's time for the credits. This episode was recorded in the unceded territory of the Kalapuya people, the Klutskani Indian tribe, the Kaulitz Indian tribe, and the Atfalati tribe. Colonizers named this place Beaverton, Oregon. If you are looking for ways to support or donate to Native communities, Nicholas Gullinan and First Light Alaska are running a fundraiser to benefit the land back movement. All funds raised go to acquisition and land management funds of the Native American Land Conservancy to repatriate land back to indigenous communities. This is not about removing people from the land. This is about recognition and respect for indigenous sovereignty and knowledge about ecosystems, climate, and caretaking of the land. You can donate to this initiative at www.gofundme.com slash f slash landback. Our theme music is Reunion of the Space Ducks by the band Kylo Kaz. You can find their music on Free Music Archive. Our audio producer is Will Williams. Our marketing manager and line producer is Ann Baird, though for this episode, our line producer was Will. Our researcher is Heather Cohen. Our submissions editor is Rashika Rao. Our associate marketing manager is Jillian Schrager. Our transcriptionist is Katie Yeomans. Our audio consultant is Eli Hamada McElveen. Our associate producer is Sean Howard. Our executive producers are Fred Greenhalgh and David Reinstrom. Our mascot is Ticker Tape, the goat. I'm your host, Elena Fernandez Collin. This has been Radio Drama Revival. All storytellers, welcome. <laughs> <laughs>